It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. Oh, Recorded live. And yes, we were talking away and talking away, and Patty said, we should talk, start the call. And yes, people, we have now started the call. And it is the Health and Wellness for the Golden Age Friday, the last Friday of September. And we've gone through the, what's it, the... Um, solstice, I think, on the 21st of September, which means we've gone, we're into the fall, and then December we'll have the, uh, what do they call it, the equinox, which is the shortest day, so we're racing towards the shortest day, and we're nine days into it, or maybe ten days, I don't know, uh, because I didn't check my calendar as to when it really was, 20th or the 21st, and um, but we're moving forward. Again, on the gym, I'm the 22nd. Oh, I'm totally off base. 22nd. <laughs> well, there. Well, I, I do have two <laughs> topics that I want to bring up. Some of them are from my classroom and uh, classes, and uh, some are from um, uh Patty Orphan and I doing the purple rice and kind of giving you a follow-up on what it is and what our bodies are doing. But I, I wanted to bring up something that we discussed before, and it's a really interesting topic called spying. And um, there's a, um, uh, a little article here. I have a question of ethics. And it's about, do you shop? Well, you might be saying to yourself, that's kind of a stupid question. Of course I shop. Well, here's another question. Do you realize the extent to which retail stores are spying on you as you shop? Although most of us accept the fact that when we shop online, we're allowing the online retailer to install its cookies and to track our every move and click. Now, however, technology is being used more frequently in the physical retail environment. And it's more than camera cameras watching us. Many retailers are using cell phone tracking technology, personalized advertising, and super spy cams. Why? To track your behavior and to get you and all those other shoppers to buy more. Results from a recent survey showed that 80% of consumers do not want stores to track their movements via smartphone. And 44% said the tracking program would make them less likely to shop with that store. Now, we heard last, maybe last spring or something like that, that the... Um, uh, that Walmart was actually putting, um, what do they call it? not just barcodes, but different tracking things in their clothes so that you are able to, um, 
be have the clothes kind of track what kind of people are buying the clothes. And it was a little bit more than just being available for um, for them tracking the clothes going up. There was there was something more to it, and I've forgotten what it is. But is it the, is it woven into the cloth or something? Well, I, that's what I've tried to figure. I can't figure out how they've done it either, and there wasn't really an explanation on it. But the uh, issue that I had was that they were even trying to, uh, attempting to do that on the people. So um, it's oh. it's an interesting foible. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, if they can't get us to eat it and have tracking devices inside of us, put it on us without our yes, knowledge. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I um I need to tell you guys something. I don't usually go to pick up my prescriptions. I send Bruce. But speaking of this tracking and all this stuff, so I go to the pharmacy, and there's I'm the first person in line, right? But there's these other two people up there getting their filled, and there's a bunch of people working behind that pharmacy counter, and. Pretty soon there's getting this long line behind me, right? And this doctor-looking guy comes out, and he's just zipping around in there, and he says something to the girls about, or something to them. You guys ought to learn to move like me. And finally I went up to the counter, and I'm looking back at the line, and everybody's frowning, and I looked at everybody at the counter. And I go, is there anybody that can just take a prescription so somebody could just drop one off instead of standing here for 10 minutes watching this circus? <laughs> and, and this one pharmacist runs over and goes, have you filled your prescriptions here before? I said, yes, here, take it. I'm leaving. And then everybody in line started clapping. <laughs> and I said, Bruce, I'm never doing that again. Don't make me go inside the store. <laughs> but you're right. Why aren't they doing their work? Yeah, they, they used to have a place where you could just drop it off when you went in. But no, now you got to stand there and watch them all running around back there with the, and they're all big, huge people, <laughs> you know. But this little guy that was a doctor telling them to snap too, and boy did I snap out of that store. I just, I just danced <laughs> out of the store on my tiptoes. Nobody would know I had cancer. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> Who well, was that Paul <laughs> Who was that speaker out there? But the, here's another part that I'm getting in my computer class. Now, this is very interesting because we're talking about computers. Computers are in everything, even more than I could even imagine. Here's another thing. Other technologies digitize, digitize a person's life. For example, in life logging, I don't know what that is. Individuals wear video cameras to capture all their daily activities. I guess that's live logging. Some people broadcast the details of their daily lives on a trend called life casting. Um, yeah, okay, I'm going to go on. Others are, uh, use smart watches and exercise bracelets to monitor heart rate, steps, sleep, and diet. The process of collecting such detailed information about your body is referred to as the quantified self. That information can be used for self-diagnosis and treatment in a practice called biobacking, not biohacking. 
Millions of individuals are digitizing their lives by posting photos, videos, and ongoing narratives of their activities and thoughts on social media. Adding GPS to these technologies allows the details of a person's activities to be attached to specific locations. And it's somewhere in here in the text where I read how we've talked about it before, about all the equipment that has tracking stuff in it. And um, and it's going into SE, but uh, there's so many things about these computers taking our information even in our house. It's really in here in our, um, uh, what do you call it? In our computers, our processes that we buy. I'm looking fast for some data. I walked into Bruce's room and saw a commercial. I've seen it twice now and it weirds me out. The guy calls his wife and she's making melon balls in the kitchen. And he wants to know if they need eggs. And she says, I don't know, I'm busy, can you check? And so he can use his phone to look in the refrigerator. And he says, nope, we've got eggs. You know? So you, wow. You can... <laughs> yeah. And I went. And then I saw it the second time and I went, I don't think I like that idea. Yeah. I see yeah. that as the the modern version of when the remote control came out for the TV. You, you know, if, if you lost the remote control for your TV, by gosh, you didn't know what you were going to do to get that TV on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now you can't get up and go walk to your refrigerator. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the problem. That, and, and, and you can see how it's going to affect people into so much of what is even worse now is the of the weight problem for so many people because they will not exercise. Here's another thing. Wearable technologies will not be limited to waistbands and glasses for long. Wearable technologies. Get that. The garment industry is working on smart clothing. Notice everything is smart. As known as e-textiles. What can that can measure and report vital signs for inpatient or outpatient health care, fitness training, or the handling of hazardous material. Now, some I can see hazardous material, I would like and everything to be um, able to do that because the guys inside those suits, if there's a leak, they're dead. So jewelry from companies like Cuff and Ringley, sounds like Ringley Brothers, uh, provide smartphone alerts through necklaces, bracelets, rings, and other jewelry. The eye bag is a smart purse that locks you out. If you listen to this, this is so funny. I'm going to repeat this. Smart purse that locks you out if you are overspending. <laughs> <laughs> The Statford Wives or something. Oh, my God. I thought that was so funny. I showed that to the gal at the the library. Now, there's this name, Lico Smart Shoes and Insoles from Duker Technologies. Not only gather fitness information while you run, 
but also vibrate the left or the right shoe when GPS indicates that it's time to turn. As the Internet of Things grows, many everyday objects will be gifted with the ability to communicate over a wireless network. What was that TV show? The the smart um, next smart oh get smart get smart. What did they use to call each other? Their shoe. Yes, his shoe. <laughs> his, well, she had one, didn't she? <laughs> I don't know whether hers was a shoe or not. But yeah, you couldn't put it in her little heel. But it it's that kind of concept. <laughs> Or else you poke your eye out with the heel. If you look at this and you take it and make it as a good thing, you know, where we could monitor our own health and be our own doctors, I could see how we would want to do this for ourselves, but not anybody spying on us doing this. Well, that's what the last line is about, that it can communicate over wireless networks. When you're doing that on your body, you're in a wireless network. Anybody can get it. That's why your cell phones, when you're talking on cell phones, they're all admissible in the court. When it was on landline, they couldn't do it. They had to be able to connect with you, and they could not admit, admit it into courts. But anything you're doing on cell phone, that's why the cell phone industry was so promoted. And around the world, cell phones and TVs are the biggest electronic equipment that people have. And in this course that I'm reading, they've got it into everything. Everything. It's just unbelievable. Here's this girl, pretty little girl walking down the street, and she's got this, it's not even glasses. It's a bar of of glass. That's a camera and a cell phone and stuff. It's really quite interesting what's going on around us for whether it's more control or it will be good electronics. Back when we were watching the old, um, Colin, you'll remember it. Everybody else is too young, you and I are. <laughs> but Flash Gordon and his rangers, and they used to be able to, to see into things. And then, of course, they made Star Trek off of that kind of technology and went even further. And they're using Star Trek mobile stuff for much of this stuff. where You've got a computer in your hand. Your smartphone is a computer. Total computer. I had a friend who was trying to say, though, they're just LED lights in there. I said, yes, but you're getting from the tower to your cell phone, you're getting radiated. Oh. And and remember on the Star Trek, that little arrow-looking pin type of thing? They would tap it and talk. See, I remember? didn't watch enough of Star Trek to know the little nuances. So what is that about? Well, when they'd want to communicate with somebody, they would just tap that. It was like, it looked, well, it was, I don't know if it was part of the outfit that they were wearing, or, it, which I would imagine it probably would have been, or if it was like a brooch type of thing where they'd pin it on. But they'd tap it, you know, kind of like pushing a button, 
and they mm-hmm. can talk. Oh, okay. I I, did they leave their hand there, or did they just tap it and take their hand away? They, did. they just tapped it and took their hand away. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember it. See, those are the things that we're now getting. Mm-hmm. We're getting all that stuff. That it came from the secret the, space program. Well, secret <laughs> or not, it is the issue that so much of what is coming down is the application of a lot of stuff they've been working on and not releasing yet spying on us completely. Well, even go back further than that, from when um, Star Trek and 2001 Space Odyssey, go back even further than that, and when we read the book 1984, yeah, and that was even in the future, and we're going... Oh my God! Those things would never happen. That's all science fiction, and it's all around us. The year yeah. 1984 came around. That stuff was happening already. Yeah. Well, I must have been at right at just the exact right age when Lost in Space came out because after I watched a couple of the shows, I told my dad. I told him. I said, "They're putting this on TV because they're going to tell us there's aliens, Dad." I They're really going to tell us it's what? That there are aliens. I really believe there are other worlds out there, Dad. I think that's why they're showing this now. And my dad said, yeah, Patty, sure. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. And it patted you on the head and sent you to your room. Yeah, no. because you did have the right essence, because that is what they did. You know, it just It just really made sense to me. I wow. don't know, but I had that kind of a mind, you know. Right, right. And and that's that's more so. I mean, this is this is a class I'm taking, an online class. And of course, it's a computer class. And guess what? The program doesn't work. The company is just terrible on doing their uh, on following through with. Um, their servers and stuff like that. It just doesn't work, and they had a big, huge meeting. I mean, our students are going crazy. We, we're on what you call a real short term. It's called a flex term. We only have 10 weeks. It's like going to summer school mm. in the fall session. And so we've got to go. We've got to go one, two, three, 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 every week. Uh, where when you had started in August, you had time to accumulate and assimilate and all the other stuff that would go on, but not in this thing. <laughs> and then to have computer problem, it drove us, it's driving us all crazy. So. They, shut down, they shut down one of the technical ITT tech up here in Spokane, a technical school. And all yep. those people that have paid money and stuff, and it's a, just a big panic now. They're trying to get them into the community colleges, and now they found out that all the software mm-hmm. in the community colleges is way, way, way behind, and it's going to cost another $10 million to update that. And all this school wow. stuff is going crazy, you guys. Well, we had it here in Spartanburg area, and Greenville Tech, which is going for uh, wanting to be called a college, we're a community college, uh, Spartanburg is, 
and uh, but their the ITT was located in Greenville, so Greenville Tech is taking in those students, but they have all modernized and, and upgraded and stuff, so it's not creating the problem. There's your city is seeing, but the reason, and one of the gals, one of my teachers actually worked at ITT, and she said their paperwork, they wouldn't keep up their paperwork and wouldn't keep conforming to what was supposed to be done, and that's why they got bounced. And those kids got caught in the loop of it. Bruce so, went, to, um, went to try to go to school there, and I went with him. <laughs> and I, I could see right through it. And I told him, I said, you know, they wanted him to pay all this money, and I'm going, this is all run, Bruce. This is all bullshit. You know, you could learn this at, at community college and not pay exorbitant that's, prices. That's That's true. That is true, and that's that's what people have to get the difference because what is going on, even at your um, all your private type schools, they're being caught in a, um, what do you call it, the price war. There's a big price war going I on with getting kids to go to school. That campaign that we used to see at Wofford was amazing. They had to work pretty much 10, the 12 months of the year to be sure that they had uh, enough students that were coming in in the fall. Well, then they sent them to community college, and guess what? They put them in that, that plant class where he had to memorize 20 Latin plant names a week. <laughs> and uh, oh. within two or three weeks... He was totally out of it, and they were being really nice to him, you know, but he couldn't do it. And I'm getting mad because I want him to go to school to do this, and I'm willing to go out and help him identify plants and stuff. Well, that was, you know, why would they put a 57-year-old man that can't remember where he lives in a class where you got to memorize Latin names of plants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That is tough. Oh, poor baby. But yeah, uh, that that's what school's about is a lot of memorizing. I mean that's what I'm going through. But right the VA now. put him them there, you guys, and even though he got out of it, he had to quit, we never, ever, ever got a bill for it. So it was paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you, the Ains group uh here at um um at Spartanburg uh, Community, they were able to provide me with all of my uh, books for the account for all of my electronics class, and then they started to uh, want you to go to uh, put all your information into a financial aid. And I said, I'm out of here. And the the lady totally understand, but she just told me, gave me the word just recently that. Um, come to see her in um in January because it's she said it's gonna be different. I go, I'll be there. Because it's costly. It is I it takes up my uh anything I have extra on my social security. It's just all gone. The books are so expensive. For me to get in to just this um um what do you call it, this computer class now, I 
I was this braggadocious fan. I know computers. I self-taught myself computers. <laughs> Diarrhea. And I get into this class, and I'm going, what the hell am I in? Where are all these computers coming from? Everything's a computer. I didn't know that. Oh, my. I mean, it's a fascinating class. It really is. And so I'm like, oh, oh, shut up, Patricia. You know nothing about this class. <laughs> It was, I mean, it was that, it was that awesome to me who, you know, I've self-taught and done all sorts of things and I, I didn't know any of the stuff they were doing. I'd heard of it. I've, you know, okay, they think they know that, you know, that kind of thing, but it's, it's totally different, totally different. Just really books are expensive to go that go with the class? Uh, no, because you're over 60 here in South Carolina. They pay for everything. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I, I, it, the books are what is insufferable. The kids have to pay for all that. That's what's so sad. I mean, when I look back at my undergrad, I, I was in school and getting a, and got a degree for six dollars a course hour. Six dollars. Can you believe? I mean, it was like, holy cow! I mean, that's just unfathomable to me that it cost these kids so much, and the teachers themselves are not getting much more salary because when you do the cost effect of what salaries were then to today, there isn't much difference because of the inflation of the dollar bill. They're not making much more money. They're still being underpaid. This is what's so so unbelieving for me. So it's something that we have to go forward. It's almost over. Yeah, if if that were true, I'd love it to be true. So let's keep that as a truth possibility. Uh, Orpha, um, Patty started her day with us, but not... uh, Patty, you might as well repeat that, what you said, so other people get it on the call. What did I say? You said... <laughs> so long ago, Mom. I don't remember that far back. I don't know. No. <laughs> it was about what you um, said or read the email that it they've um, out of. Oh, um, oh, oh! For the name of Oh, I stood up. Oh, oh! I started oh, no. to walk across the room. Oh, poor baby. Poor. I'm not My eleven body. today. I am 65 today, not 11. Darn it. Okay. This is from Maine Republic email alert. And it said, urgent. History has been made. The future is ours. Posted September 30th, 2016. Received via email at 1.42 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time for immediate publication. Dinar Chronicles. September 30th, and then it's circled. And it says, mark it down. On this day, the U.S. 
comma, Inc., slash Federal Reserve Bank's fiat United States dollar USD finally died, and the Republic's new United States note USN was born. The gold-backed Chinese yacht Renminbi was born internationally, technically October 1st in Asia at noon Eastern Daylight Time, and the European banking cabal public lease public surrendered the global financial system. No celebration, no parades, no recognition, but World War III has now officially ended. God is great. October 1st. We haven't even gotten October 1st. Well, <laughs> on this but day... Oh, no, I, no. That, this, then it shows a picture of a calendar that says October 1st, 2016. On this day, starting at 5 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the line island somewhere in the Pacific Ocean, humanity has legally, morally, and monetarily been set free for a thousand years of light. Heaven is earth once again. All praise and glory to Aku. Hallelujah. Oh, Aku. Okay, that's what George... um George in Texas always uh, sends me stuff from him. Okay, this is David Robinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, it's over, guys. I hope. I was still under the bed waiting for the asteroid to hit. Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> Which ashtray? <laughs> asteroid. You know. Oh, asteroid. <laughs> I first does not show things at me anymore. <laughs> but, you know, or the comet, or Nibiru, or Jesus coming. What, what, what? What, 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 yeah. Seriously, don't? you don't still believe Jesus is coming, do you? Seriously. Uh, seriously, I can't believe you said that to me after all we've been through. <laughs> well, I that's why I'm asking, because you actually said it. I know, I know. <laughs> but it's a joke. Okay. Okay. It's a joke. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Uh, let's know. I look out every morning to see, but nope. <laughs> nope. And for me, you know who it would be. It wouldn't be him. It would be his evil brother. <laughs> oh, that guy again? <laughs> hey, you guys. He's here. Christ is here. There he is. <laughs> Hi, Don. Oh, how are you? Right. He's in my heart. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you having whispering <laughs> problems or what? No, I, I see. I know I see Christ, and uh, and I wanted to not. I didn't want to be too loud to let him know that I noticed him. this <laughs> morning. Who was it you noticed? Uh, oh no, we were just talking about Jesus Christ, right? Oh, oh, oh you thought you saw him? Okay. I'm taking judicial. I'm. I'm making judicial cognizance awareness on the call. I take judicial notice of of Christ's presence in my life. (laughs) Kidding. Uh, Actually, to be honest with you, uh, I did did overturn my decision to be a Christian. 
You like that? Thank you. Hey, I just became a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else. Okay. We can't mock Christianity or or uh, or, uh, or other religions, though. That's what makes America great is is to be able to you know be free, you know, um, and not dominate uh, politics with your with your personal beliefs. Uh, so yeah, but 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 with regard to Christ or Jesus, you know, whether a man is going to come back or not, uh, that has been somehow being kept alive for the last, uh, you know, like two thousand years. Uh, Maybe they've got him on ice somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he became a man and lived in France and died a normal death. So, I mean, I he was a man. That's the whole well, point if, that people get. If, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. If they didn't keep that myth alive. Now, I'm not saying Jesus didn't really live, but I'm what I what the myth is is that he's going to come back and save us all. You know, that yeah, people, it, it gives people an out to take responsibility for their own selves. And yeah. it's, now I, I do believe in a second coming of Christ within ourselves. It's becoming it, conscious it, like it, he was. It, yep. Yes, it's, it's us that is going to, you know, come and save ourselves. It's not going to be anybody else. And if they didn't keep that myth alive, then where would religions be? Even for, even with Buddha and all of these, um, I don't know. Teachers. Teachers, that's a good word. Um, all of these teachers that are the basis for these, for the religions, for the um, traditional religions... They have to be kept alive so that people remain thinking that somebody else out there is going to save them. That's and they the don't point. have to, you know, you have to do a little bit of work, but, you know, when it comes down to really you being saved, they're going to do it. And yep. <laughs> that just totally takes all the responsibility off of your back. And that's why there's and that, crime and, that, and punishment because nobody's responsible for what they do. Well, all of the religions have been set up so in in essence you get to fractionalize anything you're doing so that whether it is the the premise you're using or for which is a true premise or it's the premise of having us um, divide and conquer because that mm-hmm. is the M.O. of what has gone on through the millenniums. Without exception, it's been keep them all fighting because way before the Crusaders ever started going out and creating the turmoil, there was peace. In a sense, there was peace. Uh, I don't know. I forgot to live at that time. I know I've been born close to that time, but it's been a while. <laughs> By the way, my son talks to me, but that's okay. But he's good. He's he's got um, me in I, his thoughts. Go ahead. The 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 um the fact that the, that we human beings are have a history of 
um, you know, putting responsibility uh, on something else to be, you know, for for the for the uh, for their actions um, is kind of important um, because, uh, in a way, the whole political society is based on God for the reasons that of higher moral ground, right? Higher moral ground uh, is something that human beings can't. We, I mean. It's hard to say yes, this is right, this is wrong, you know, uh, you know, and be and be the judge of yourself, you know. That's why that's why I've heard that God is has has is an idea that that works to um, to allow man to be governed right from from source outside himself, and, and that that's not necessarily bad, although um, because what it does is it says you know what. It keeps man humble and says, "No, man is not the end all God of the you know this and that you know." So, so we have that's the way I look at all of this religious stuff is that is that it's all created to um, to really kind of uh, keep man humble. Now, it can be misused and it has been misused. I think, just personal opinion, but uh, I that's that's pretty much my comment on that. It has a lot of value well, and, to it. Go ahead. And and being uh being humble, I found out is same oh, as being a doormat. Yep. Is your yep. Uh, we we've found out that we really do need to be selfish, and there's good selfish and bad type of selfish too. Mm-hmm. There's a mean type of selfish that I don't want to be, but um, being selfish means that you're really going to take your own responsibility. You're going to put number one first. That means you. Um, Because if you can't, if you can't love and take care of yourself and all of this stuff, there's no way you can do it for anybody else. And we've been taught that being selfish is a bad thing. Gee, I wonder why. And to be humble because they want us to be doormats. They want us to do whatever we're told to do and not question it. And that's a good thing to do, you know. This is all how the religion has taken us out of being who we really are supposed to be and doing what we're really supposed to be doing. And there are so many... So many people that are out there doing this stuff. Um, it's like that one one thing that I found that um, I don't know if I had mentioned this before about. I'll see if I can pull it up here. Um, let's see just a second. Uh, only take me a second here. <clears throat> Um, it was about, you know, recognizing your own type of worth, I think. Here, it says, um, be yourself, invite new challenges, recall past triumphs, trust your instincts, have faith in your abilities, desire only the best, affirm your strengths, and you've got what it takes. And I thought, what a perfect affirmation, you know, to 
to think about that every day. That's really putting it on you. And I had one of my best girlfriends from um, from grade school, and she said, great one. One more thing to add, trust Jesus. And I'm going, oh, my God. <laughs> no. You had to ruin it, didn't you? Thing. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I and I came back and I, you know, don't get me wrong. However, I like to trust in myself. I am the only one that can save me. Jesus showed us the road, taught us how to do it, and that we do have the capabilities of accomplishing the tasks at hand. I am not going to sit around waiting for someone to return to earth, quote-unquote, to save me at the 11th hour, especially if I have been doing just that, waiting for someone to save me. The Lord helps those. I trust in what Jesus showed us, the path. Now we need to do the work. I believe in me because I trust in myself and what I am capable of. My instincts, my strengths, my dreams, and all my mistakes are what I rely on to learn from. That is why I am my own savior, and I am fine with that. And she came back with, Jesus did say faith without works is dead. He expects us to do our part, but he will do his part also, especially when we believe and put our faith in him. He is the way, the truth, and the light. That is in the Bible and the truth. You cannot save yourself. That is a big lie. Wow. And I came back. I said, that's the programming we have all been taught we have to believe in. That's right. That, that we must depend on someone else outside of ourselves. That that's is the right. lie. Just, let's just agree to disagree on this one. We both have our opinions about this, and that is okay. And then I just added that I wanted to keep our friendship intact, but, um, yeah. you know, of course I haven't heard from her since. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, but point, I, the point being is you have your own thinking process that is the, it is okay on you. No one else has to do your same thinking process. It's your freedom to think it. It's their freedom to think it. That's the point that we have to raise, and that's what we as Americans have that right. I I think I brought up one time before was this German fellow where I was talking about what was going on in Germany. He said, you shouldn't be talking about that. He's still programmed to the Second World War. Well, uh, it was really interesting. I sent out an email just um, the other night about politically correct PC language, politically correct language, and that we're not supposed to be saying what really is, i.e. this yesterday morning, um, our uh, accounting teacher brought up the fact about the shootout down in Anderson, South Carolina. She said it made national television. And what she said, I'm having a disruption in my own family. She said, they're going to have to take the gun out of my cold, dead hand to get my gun. And I said, we're calling it the wrong thing, gun control. It's gun confiscation. And that's what I want everybody to start saying. When people start talking about gun control, the gun has no control. It's the hand in the gun that has the control. It's called gun confiscation. 
education. And we need that's why now everybody is starting to call the government a corporation because that's all it is. It isn't a government for you and I. It's a corporation and it's starting to become a nomenclature. And that's why we have to start saying no it's not about gun control. It's gun confiscation confiscation as they've done in England Africa, they did it in Germany, they did it in Russia, and they had mass execution, mass execution, and that's what they will do here. It's called gun confiscation, and we've got that's to why be I like, able to say it that loud. Go ahead, hon. Yeah. I, I was just going to mention that, you know, how sometimes, well, you've seen it, Wonder, but the others, it, you go down the road and you'll see, you know, several signs in a row that, you know, have some kind of thought for the day or whatever. Over by the sportsman's club here, the entrance to it, there's several signs and they uh and they say, um oh, <laughs> I just forgot. It um how's the first start out? It says I think it says gun control. I don't know. Do you remember under it says gun control or gun laws or something like that. Gun laws, I think, is how it started. That was how yeah. they were disguising it, yes. Yeah, gun laws disarm victims, not criminals. Correct. And that is so true. The criminals still get the guns. They you know, they don't care if they have it illegally. You they know, don't care at all. No. No, and so those of us that are, you know, trying to be legal about it or lawful even about it, about having a gun, we're the ones that get hurt by it because the the gun con- confiscation, gun laws, whatever, are are really hurting us, not not the criminals. That's exactly the point we have to yep. make. It is hurting you, the us. individual and if you register your gun, you're on their list to hit. Yep. You're on their list. You're yeah, going I... to be the one that's going to be bought down. Not I mean, the criminal, because he isn't on their list. Right. But if you want to have a gun, you have to you have to do it. You know, just like you don't well, have to register it. It's all based on higher moral ground. Uh, that's correct. That stems from. You know, the Bible is the, the, the allegedly the, the world's oldest, one of the world's oldest law, supposed law books, right? And if you look at the way the principles are uh, designed here in the country, in the Western world, civilization, then you see that it's uh, inspired by God, too. Inspired by that very story, the very uh, law book that I just referenced. And so I don't I don't think that uh that it's it's uh I mean it's a huge undertaking to to grasp conceptually the use of it in politics. But it is happening. And that's my boggling. The thing is if you don't register them you can go to jail for having a firearm that is not legally registered. Well, That's I know, but tactic. it still happens <laughs> if you get oh, caught I know, with it without if they being know registered. You're a gun toter, if they know you're a gun toter because you've gone after a concealed weapon permit, 
then they will take your house. Look at what happened in Connecticut. They Look tested what happened it to in Patty. Connecticut. What? Look what happened to Patty. Me. Me. Three days after I got my concealed weapons permit. Three or four days. My jerky boyfriend decides to call the cops on me for something. And... Oh, tells him I stole his gun or something, you know. And we're fighting, so I just took off, and I'm driving up on Four Mountain Prairie. And they send a helicopter after me. And I'm going, why is that helicopter up there? And then they start yelling at me to pull over. And, you know, I'm just dumber than a box of rocks. This is years ago. And I'm half drunk. I've got a bottle of wine between my legs, and I'm going, oh, shit. i got to try to throw this bottle out while they're looking where they're going to land so they don't see I'm drinking. So I accomplished that, got pulled over. They get out of the helicopter, and I get out of the car, and they're yelling at me to get down on the ground, and I'm going, oh, my God, I wonder what he told them this time to get a helicopter to come after me. And they proceed to tell me that they, they walk up on me and they go, where's the gun? I said, what gun? They said, didn't you get a concealed weapons permit about three or four days ago? And I said, yeah, but I haven't got a gun yet. <laughs> and I said, you want to look in my car? You want to look? He had made up the story that I stole his gun. Yeah. See, and that's the quirks we have out here. He's not alone. Today, there are many more of them of that caliber. What is the essence of it is you do not report them. They cannot take away what you don't have. And that's the point I'm raising. People, we've got to be smarter than them. I just came across another another thing on the Internet, too, this morning. Top law enforcement officials in four states filed suit Wednesday to delay the Obama administration's proposed giveaway of critical Internet agency to an international authority, saying the grantee would have the power to effectively enable or prohibit speech on the Internet. The complaint filed by Republican attorney generals in Arizona, Oklahoma, Nevada, and Texas argues that transfer of violates several components of the administration's statutory authority. The administration planned to sign ownership of the interstate internet assigned numbers authority over to International Internet Corporation for assigned names and numbers on Friday would consign the critical function of governance and to an international community, the complaint contends, rendering the web vulnerable to censorship by foreign powers, despite what rules say. ICANN has a documented history of ignoring or operating outside of its governing bylaws. AGs argue AGs argued in the complaint. In addition, even under NTIA's National Telecommunications and Information Administration oversight, ICANN currently practices often fosters a lack of transparency that in turn allows illegal activity to occur. Nothing protects the plaintiffs from additional occurrences of ICANN oversight failures or actions outside of ICANN bylaws. 
that could explain that could expose plaintiffs to significant expense or harm through illegal activity, the AGs added. Plaintiffs contend that NTIA violated administrative law and statutory authority by failing to conduct the process in a more transparent manner or obtaining authorization from Congress. The administration has sought for several years to complete the transfer. Congressional critics, most notably Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz, have attempted to block the transfer with the with by stripping its federal funding in a continuing resolution. So there you go. There's some more good stuff going on, guys. So so what you're saying is that they're attempting to curtail anything we're gonna be doing. Anything like Obama is doing. Globalist internet agenda agenda halted. Four states take Obama to court. Good. That's where they should be taking him. He should be. I guess I didn't read the title of the article. I'm sorry, I'm backwards. <laughs> but that was a yeah. Good so. It's part of what you, what you're doing. Um, uh, it's it's part of what we were studying or re- reviewing in um, <clears throat> class yesterday with management. Wells Fargo had fired over. 5,000 employees who supposedly have been told to get as many people as possible signed in uh, as accounts but make their signature used to make bogus other accounts. And with that, they found that the um, bogus accounts that were set up were set up without the party ever knowing those accounts were made on them. And they, these people were all fired doing what their job description was, and the guy who had basically said to do it was given a something like $3 million package and released from his job, et cetera, et cetera. So those 5,000 are now doing a class action lawsuit against Wells Fargo for the fact of not being what they said they were supposed to be. And this has got more notoriety because the gal that was actually telling the people to do what they did, she quietly quit quit and she got a really good severance pay which they're now rescinding however so much of what has gone on in the banking system without our never ever knowing about it is exactly being revealed in this lawsuit how many other banks have done it how many other uh, people have been told to steal the signatures and make new accounts. That's what they were doing, making new accounts without the people even know they were having new accounts made. And Are you guys watching the trials? What? Are Let you her watching? finish. 
I'm sorry. I just wondered if you're watching the trials of this stuff going on right now. Well, that, what trials are you talking about? Well, that this guy, has just been filed. The CEO from Wells Fargo, the bigwig, right? Yeah. Okay. He's been testifying. But before he testified, they came to his house. They stabbed him in the hand in front of his wife. So I'm watching him testify, and he's got this big old Band-Aid on his hand. Oh, that guy. Okay. And they're calling him out on all this stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, what you're saying, they're they're taking him to court right now, and all this stuff is flopping out all over on him, you know? Well, this is what has to have happened. This Mm -hmm. is where the people start seeing what has been going on. My premise has always been, they've been doing it so much at the top, did they not think it would peter down to the bottom? I mean, we have kids that do it. We have... uh, uh, people in college doing it. We have it's across the board. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you when when Clinton lied in court or in front of that committee, he devastated a lot of brand new attorneys. Why did he I say why do I say that? It's because when I was in the law firm and you saw these lawyers walking around in a dazed effect it was due primarily that what I've learned in law school has just been thrown out the window. And that's why you're finding the now so many of those are older men now. Because this is back in 99. They're in their 40s now. It's happening across the board. I'm too big to be thrown in jail, just like the president. That's why they're doing the stuff they're doing. Yep. And so this is why we've got to call it what it is and not be politically correct. Stop using politically correct and tell people, I am not being politically correct because it's programming and it's wrong. And I did that at Christmas time. I'll do it on all the other stuff. We need to call it what it is. No more monkeying around. We've been programmed to be, just as you said, Orpha, to turn the other cheek, to take it humbly. Finish it. We've been doormatted. No more doormats. Dormant doormats. That's it. And 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 what have we said over the last se- uh, well seven years now is the fact that even when we were in NeoThink and we learned so much in NeoThink and got our eyes open so well and then had it slapped shut by them doing just the same thing that we just had revealed to us and. Boy, it made a lot of us sit up and whoa, what is going on here? And we pulled away from them. They're doing we it all over away again. From them. And you what? They're still doing it. And they're, they're doing it all over again. And they sent me this thing, wanting me to buy their books and, and open a clubhouse. And I said, first of all, I wanted to know Neil Society. I said, first of all, 
You can buy the books on Amazon for $5 or less. I am not going to become a book salesman. We should, if Mark was truly wanting to help what's going on in the world today, he'd be giving the books away for free by now. Correct, but he is a money-grubbing like man. He is very much a money-grubbing man, and that's, mm-hmm. that's all he ever... I don't know if he ever read his father's own books. That's the point that I have a, a hesitation on. Did he read his father's books? I don't know. You know that book his father found, supposedly? There, that's how it all started out. His dad goes someplace near Las Vegas, and this lady has a book for him in a bookstore that she's been holding on to for years. That she was told someone someday would walk in and ask for it. Interesting. That's in the books. That's how it starts. Well, I figured out what that book is. It's the alien book. It's the book about all the different races that of aliens who have been here. That's what I decided. So, I don't know. And, and you may be more true than any of us are going to be true about. So, what? A I, lot of people uh, have found this so, so-called book, you know. So I think it's just all advertisement. Yeah. Whatever. Well, uh, the other side of it too is what I had read was the fact that he became a great. I think it was either blackjack. Uh, poker, yeah, poker. He he made money by knowing how to read all the numbers and remembering them. I I just I mean I've been going to school for almost four years now and I just now memorized my <laughs> my student ID. Aren't I good? <laughs> called called card counting when you remember yeah. all the numbers cards card yeah. counting and it's illegal. In the casinos to do that, they'll kick you out for doing it. Yeah, because it, it shows their system up. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. They don't want you to be doing that card counting because that's that shows that you're able to keep truck with all the the stuff that's going on. They well, how can it be that. illegal? Well, it, it's because only illegal see, for, they, in their in their capacity. Yeah. Yeah. It's not illegal out they, here for you and I. Oh. They they oh, um oh, oh, okay. they they can't they can't then they the big players to do take, it. I see. They Learn. can't take you if they if if they know your card counting, then their tricks of the trade, their games that are um rigged, um aren't gonna work. Correct. Because you're going to catch them, and you're going to be able to tell that they're that they're um, making it so you don't win. The house always wins. There's a reason for that. That's right. That's how they keep their doors open. Yeah, they'll let they you win and win and win and win. They make yeah. it on the gambling. Yeah, Go ahead, and sorry. They do, uh, it's okay. They don't. Um, they don't. They'll let you win and win and win and win and win and win until you walk out the door. If they see that you're getting ready to quit, then all of a sudden you're going to start losing, which is going to make you want to stay and try and win back winnings. There's an article, just to back what Orpha's saying, there's an article in either my management thing or something I just read. 
in which they know percentage-wise, if a person is winning 10 15%, they're going to spend more money. But if they're winning 24%, they're going to spend even more money. So when you go to Nevada, and, and um, Colin, you can probably back us up. I've had conventions in Nevada, in Las Vegas, and the food is like, you can have a full smorgasbord any time of the day, basically. They close it for a couple hours, probably in the middle of the night. But it's fabulous food for 3 to $5. They don't want your money on the food table. They want your money on the gambling table. We had wonderful eating all week or three or four days, whatever it was, at the gambling casinos. We never gambled. They never made money off us. See, the casinos up here charge you for the food and stuff. It's a whole well, different ballgame when you're, when you're all around the Indian reservations and there's three or four casinos within driving distance. You know, it's 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 like living in Las Vegas up here now because of the Coeur d'Alene Indians and the Spokane Indians. We've got all these casinos now. Correct, because they're... They're fighting back to the government because the casinos cannot be taxed. They are tax-free enterprises because they are on reservations. They are not on your public land. They are on reservation land. They do not do it any place but on reservations, and they are tax-free. That's what was set up in their bogus treaties. They're encampment, if you want to be. They are what you really, they are the first people that have ever been in a concentration camp in this country. And we need to call it what it was. It's a concentration camp. They give them the poorest land. They cannot uh, raise anything on it, barely even four-legged animals on it. And yet they have survived for almost... But 200 years, definitely, on that crap. So when you see a reservation having a gambling uh, going on, I'm going, yes, fight them back and give them not a penny. That's really good. And the reservation people actually live better than they ever did because they have income coming in. They all work at the reservation, uh, at the casinos, and or possibly work at the casino. They bring in other um, Caucasians or, or black people so that they are ecumenically or di- diversity spread. So it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting kind of environment with um, having the gambling places. Patty got dropped, so she's back. But this, this is something that we all have to be aware of, that the three topics, and I do want to, because we're on the last 15 minutes, I want to have Patty, Orpha, and I tell you how our purple rice is going, but I do want to review people. If you have a gun, do not register it. If you wish to carry it, do it concealed, and if you have to carry it into any kind of a place uh, and you have it in... Um, a secret compartment because they do have gun compartments. Wrap it in aluminum foil. They now have bags 
that you can put your um, smartphones, watches, and all that other stuff into X-ray non-penetrating bags. They actually have those for sale. And it's for going through the X-ray machines in the airport. So carry one of those in your bag if you have to have your gun there. And... um, in your car even, so that if they do, uh, because they will x-ray the cars even, put it in something that is not x-ray penetrable. But let, let's, um, also why don't you uh, tell us how you're improving with your, um, oh, uh, the other point I wanted to say before I started is that you're being watched in the stores, just what I said with the computers, uh, no, you know, every once in a while, do a little um, raspberry call <laughs> towards the towards the camera, so it just unnerves the people watching because it's good that they know. It, it helps us to know we're telling them we know you're there. That's that's what betrays their uh, camouflage. And use the words that really are being said. This is conf- gun confiscation. Okay, Orpho, how is Purple Rice helping you or doing for you? Um, it's where I do my... Oh. Um, I've actually started noticing quite a few things. And that's... Um, one, my my hair has gone through its ups and downs of being straight, being curly, being wavy, being frizzy, you know, all these different things. Uh, it was pure straight until childbirth. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I've been running around here doing laundry and changing beds and all kinds of stuff. But anyway... Um, My hair is now getting more, well, the last phase of it was becoming really, really curly. And I was almost likening it to another part of the body that has hair. (laughs) (laughs) We get that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I shared. Anyway, um, it it is becoming relaxed and having a very nice um, body to it, um, which I'm loving. (laughs) The thing that made me, well, my nails, my fingernails, my toenails are getting super strong um, was another thing I just noticed. Um, the thing that made me notice it fur the first thing I noticed right away was um, my crow's feet. You know, with the spluffer spasms that I have, those got really, really bad and really ingrained into my face. And I've always looked younger than what I actually was. But ever since this bluffer spasms, I've been looking a lot older than what I, you know, was. Because I was getting these really bad crow's feet and right between your eyes, that those creases, you know. And um, the mouth, the 
the creases around the mouth, those were all starting to become very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they were always noticeable <clears throat> once they were out, but I, I defined, very defined. But since I've been doing this, you know, and I, if I wanted to, you know, how we all kind of look at, oh, what would it look like if I had a facelift and you'd use your hands and pull the skin tight and, you know, the the crow's feet go away, you know. <laughs> Well, I'd have to use my hands to do that. Well, since I've been taking this purple rice, um, the first thing I noticed was, boy, I can almost make those crow's feet disappear just by raising my eyebrows. Wow, that's and I'm great. Going, wow, that's, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, but now... I I have to, I mean, the the lines are just starting to really, um, they haven't disappeared yet. You can definitely tell where they still were. But I can just barely raise my eyebrows just a little bit, and it flattens that out. So they wow. have gone from really being defined indentation creases in my face to being... Wow, this is <laughs> this is something else. They really are going away. You know, at first I was wondering, is that my imagination? Is my that my wishful thinking? No, it's really they're really going away. Um, I think it's going to still be a little bit, and I may try and get some of their serum, which has the purple rice in it, and because I talked to the lady yesterday about it. Um, and she said it's, you know, how the purple rice, we take it internally, and it, it works on us internally. Well, this serum has the purple rice in it, but it works on the outside. You know, it, it, mm. it absorbed through the skin. So since I'm seeing that this is really working, I might, you know, attack it from the outside too and see, you know, I just use a little bit of the purple rice you're drinking on your face. I don't think that would work. <laughs> because some of the the two products I'm taking, the soul and the core, you can rub on the outside of your body too. The, what's left in the container after you're done. They come in little metal things, uh, little packets. Well, I, but, I, don't, I, I don't see how the purple rice that you're drinking could... Yeah, I mean, oh. I could smear it on my face, but then I'd have to wash it off, and I think that would be a total waste. You weren't uh, on the call earlier when I talked about what happened to me with the purple rice, so I'll tell you in my Okay, and okay. then you'll see why I said that, okay? Uh, All right. Okay. Um, I just wanted to... I think there All was right. something else that, that happened with me, but I, I, I'm not coming up with it right now. But, yeah, I'm definitely noticing things happen. I haven't noticed anything yet as far as like my blood pressure, you know, because I have high blood pressure. Um, I haven't noticed anything with that. I have kind of noticed a little bit of a um, little more energy. I'm not 
quite as inclined to want to take a nap in the afternoon like I used to. Um, I mean, I'd be just, okay, nap time. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting up or laying down, just go to sleep, you know. Of course, a lot of it is with my eyes, trying to relax my eyes. And um, I still kind of do that, but I don't. I don't really go to sleep now. Last couple of days I've been wanting to go to sleep because I've been, Working. you know, playing Paul Bunyan. But there's a way of expressing it. Yeah. yeah. I'd and give anything to have a mulberry tree. I wish you were digging them up. I'd have bought some from you. <laughs> oh, man, those things, if you, if you even get a start from one of those, I mean, they, well, at least here, they grow almost like weeds. They we have a really problem with a bamboo plant like that up here. So, <laughs> hmm. But I mean, for for me, that's pretty much what I've noticed. I'm I'm just you know telling myself there's more going on, you know. But it's those are the things outwardly that I have noticed are taking place. So great. Absolutely great. So, uh, what now, Patty's? T- thank you, Orpha. Uh, Patty, you've done uh, it just for what three weeks now? Yeah, or two I'm weeks? no, no. I'm still on my first bottle. Okay, so it's okay. it's only like a, a week to ten days. You've been yeah. on it and by the time I, you got it. The reason I said that about the, the putting it on your face, Orpha, is I was babysitting. And I put it in a little shot glass, which I knew immediately that it was too small, but I thought, oh, well, it'll just be a little thicker and I'll just drink it down. Well, I use her tap water to mix it with. And I think her tap water must be about 300 degrees because the minute I started putting a little bit of that tap water in there, it started to swell. So I grabbed a bowl and I poured it into a bowl real quick, scraped it out. And then, like a dummy, I added a little bit more of that hot water. And I had this whole bowl full of foam. And Sam was there, the four-year-old. And he's there, and he's watching me. And he's going, what's that? I said, it's purple rice. He said, taste. <laughs> so I got a spoon, and I let him taste it. He said, oh, I like rice. So he ate some of the foam. But don't mix it with really, really hot water because it turns into this. I thought I was going to end up with 60 pounds of rice right then and there. <laughs> so, and I'm a creepy person. I would, I would try rubbing it on my skin, uh, you know, yourself. But and that's what I do with the sole and the core because it tells you to. They come in little plas or little metal type type things that you roll up and squeeze it out. It's the packaging. And then you can open the package and you can rub what's left over on the outside of your body. So... What is that you're talking about? I take soul and core from Rain International. One oh. is uh, the greens and one is uh, seed nutrition. They're seed nutrition products and they've really helped me a lot with energy. And the core, I, I, I really like better than the Corella that we were taking. Because it's, it's also got, um, oh, dandelion root and all the stuff I need for my liver. and It's it's 
they're another line of products. We we should have a phone conversation on just the products that each of us are taking. Yeah, because uh, but Orford, you found that you've uh, stopped taking some of your um, your products. Is that correct? I've stopped taking a lot of it. I think what I've I even um, stopped the chlorella for a while. Just because I wanted to find out if the, you know, what was the purple rice. And Mm -hmm. I did notice that the chlorella, what I noticed with that was when I was having my blood analysis, I I was very low on the um, heavy metals. So it does help take out the heavy metals in your body. But I Mm -hmm. wanted to get a, a... true read with the purple rice so I quit taking a lot of stuff I do still take my probiotics I do still take vitamin D3 I do still take vitamin well actually from the Enzacta which is where the purple rice comes from I take their B12 the B12 B6 um, lozenge thing the milk no I, I I was taking B12 before the methacobalamin because um, it's more absorbable. I haven't found out whether theirs is methacobalamin or cyanocobalamin, but um, what's the difference? The cyanocobalamin is actually the form of B12 that's in just about everything that they say. You know, they say it's, you know, got B12 in it, but it's harder for the body to absorb it. The methylcobalamin is easier and absorbs better. But I haven't, I I started looking to see what their B12 was and I couldn't, I got distracted and didn't finish on that mission. But, um, but I... Let me see what else am I still t- oh i'm I'm still taking a multivitamin and some a b complex just because I know I need those things, but I had actually quit taking those for a while too, but I figured, well, you know, I've been doing the bone broths and stuff, hopefully, my digestive tract is starting to become more absorbable now I hope <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um so I'm hoping that these things are becoming more absorbed instead of just you know going by the wayside but um yeah I I I quit taking a lot of a lot of my supplements um but I'm just gradually adding you know, back in. I'll probably add the chlorella back in. But I was just getting so tired of taking so many supplements. It was yeah. as bad as if you're on Medicaid, you know, prescription meds, you know. It was like, yeah. damn, I shouldn't have to be taking all this stuff. You know, I eat good food. I, you know, live a basically healthy lifestyle. I, you know, my exercising hasn't been so good, but since I got my back put back into place like it should, it is, I'm, I'm doing more, you know, so, um, you know, I'm riding my bike, I'm walking my dog, cutting down trees. 
Just, Paul Bunyan on the moon. <laughs> Paul Bunyan up. Um, but, yeah. We'll I've, have to I've, change I've, your I've name to Opal. Oh, Paul. <laughs> no. Oh, Paul. Bunyan. There you um, go. Tommy. Well, I know with, uh, just to get you caught up with where I, I have been, uh, I've had pretty much all that you talked about, Orpha, with the um, the nails and the um, your energy being a little bit more stable and not taking the naps, even though when I come back from school, I can sit down uh, and go for a second. But where before I would fall asleep for a long time, and it, that wasn't very helpful for what I needed to get done. So uh, that's improved on me also. And uh, what I found is that my feet, um, I have a bit of neuropathy, and my feet were um, giving me some trouble. I would want to take my shoes off and scratch my feet like that and go, rah, rah, and just about kill my feet because they itch so much. That's so subsided that it's um, it's really, a, 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 I'm fine with it now. But there's many more um, uh, more things that I will be learning. I keep I kept doing the Corella and my vitamin D and, um, yeah, the Corella, the vitamin D, and my magnesium because I walk a lot more. I'm able to walk a lot more where before I'd be... <laughs> And and wouldn't get very far. So it's been good to uh, have those kinds of differences. And this, this is um, this is good that we're all showing results and seeing differences than we were before. So that's good. That's that's good. I'm glad everybody is having some results on it. And we're really running out of time, and I've got wait. To I want to. I want to say one thing though, because I've been on it. Yeah. So short. I really have noticed a mental improvement, uh-huh. a real a sharpening of my mind. You know, it's like I can figure stuff out on my computer now that I never could before. So, and I'm 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 seeing that part of it too needs to be that I I believe it. You know, I'm not going to say I think it's doing this. I know it's doing this. Um, my 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 eyes. I'm getting. Um, I have an eye appointment in three weeks to have my eyes looked at. So it's hard for me to even see. But now that you mention our, the nails, I I do see a little bit of a difference. But just after a week, the the sharpness, the pain relief in my back, 80% improvement in my back, except now that the the bad weather came. But that, now that I'm up and moving, I'm fine, you know. Good. So Good. we'll just keep on plugging away. Thanks, guys. I'm glad we're on it. And I didn't have to give up my rain and my soul, or my core and my soul. Rain, my core, my soul, because uh, those when I started taking those, I really noticed an improvement. Excellent. And if I could take three packs of those a day, I would, but they're expensive, so it's all expensive. But when we get our our 
our packages or whatever we're supposed to get. When we get all the money we want, we can take whatever we want, and we won't need doctors anymore. So That'll be a relief, but when none of us here are really using doctors, so that's a good. Uh, so this is great. We wanted you to get a uh, catch-up on what is going on and where we are on it. Not to be selling it in that sense, but to have you know something is working. Orph has been a major guinea pig in so many of these different things. And it's really great to know how far Orph has come to where she feels safe to do this and see the difference that's coming along. And um, it's really important that we each, when we're doing this, and that was a great point about what supplements are we using. Maybe we'll have a program on just that because some of the supplements may not be doing anything for you. And it is important to look at, is it doing good or is it not doing good? So let's maybe, um, if we're still um, have Internet connection, I mean, we didn't <laughs> even talk, talk about the... Uh, Tom Foolery that um, uh, Obama vetoed the bill on the uh, 9-11 people, did the uh, illustrious corporate uh, senators um, counter that? I haven't heard, have yeah. you? Of course. Yes, they did. They did? Yes. They actually did counter his veto? Well, they're, they're trying to. I don't know whether they have or not, but they are fighting him, yes. They don't. They don't fight him. They oh. vote it in. They don't oh. have to fight him. Well, I don't That's know, but it's all getting. It's all getting straightened around. I'm sorry. I just have. I'm sorry. I have too positive of an attitude this morning. <laughs> it's over. It's done. We're just plan where we're going on vacation. Where are we all going to meet? It's all over. Yeah. There you go. All right. With Patty's positive attitude, let's do a ho ho pono. And uh, we'll close our program and move forward because it is another wonderful opportunity for us to keep on forgiving ourselves for whatever. And And there was no fear on this call today, and I am so grateful for that. We didn't give them any energy, did we? (laughs) We didn't. We're just moving forward with what we can do, and that's what's valuable. Good good point, Patty. I attempt to, to go that way, and we're getting there. So let's keep moving forward on that. All right, who wants to start the Ho-Ho-Pono? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Peppy's doing it now. Yeah, Peppy's doing her. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Thank you. She's saying, please forgive me. <laughs> please forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> I love you. That was a little I love you. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Please forgive me. 
Please, please forgive, forgive me. me. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how. I got all three dogs knowing it's time to go out. They're just ready to go, you guys. (laughs) Wow, they are so sorry. They they know, they know. And and that's what it is from this program that you know, the people that are listening, you really do know what you can do, what you can say, and where you can go and be who you are. Own it. Walk it. Talk it. Be it. This is time for empowerment. You are your own boss, not someone else. Live it up. Give it up the programming. Give up the negative. It's not to your advantage. Being who you are is to your advantage. Go for it. Go for broke. This weekend is going to give you whatever. We have no idea what they're going to do. And do we care? It's a corporation, and we do not belong to the corporation. So their corporation it is in your lap, and you have to deal with it because we are peaceful people, and we are not rugs to be walked on. We are powerful, powerful, and let's own that power, everyone. Let's all put it together on uh, Patty. Tell us how we're supposed to say it so we make certain newcomers get it. Oh, we had that person drop off. That's okay. Go ahead. We just put our arms out for a big hug, and we smile, and we just say, ee, because you can smile and sing ee at the same time. And ee is a magical note and a magical letter. Ooh, very good addition. I like that. And so, everybody, do put your arms out like Patty said. Reach out. Hug your neighbors. Hug your community. Hug your city. Hug your county. Hug the state you're in. Give them the power to stand up against evil and be the state of mind that you want everyone to get. They are empowered with good. Good is what we want everyone to have. So let's go on the count of three. One, two, three. Bread did it again. Whoa! Look at what <laughs> I guess we have little notes here that I missed. Um, Nikki said the next presentation, the last in this Tuesday series, King's Priests and Our American Birthright, will be on the Twelve Steps. And uh, also, we, the people of our nation, have become addicted to government. Wow! What a great observation. And guest eight said, selenium prevents against Zika virus and rubbing vanilla extract, whether fake or real, repels mosquitoes as well. well I didn't know that. I thought vanilla attracted them. But Nikki said, didn't know about the vanilla. Thank you, guest eight. 
Uh, and guest eight, you're welcome. Used to work in bean fields and use this with all farm workers. Wow, a wonder. Have a wonder-filled feast of trumpets. The first day of the seventh month begins at sundown. Agape. Agape means love. And what she means is that sundown today, Friday, is the first day of the seventh month in the Jewish calendar. So this is great. I'm so glad I'm reading this. I'm going to copy all that and put it in an email so people get it. This is so cool, people, because that's how we spread what what really is going on out here. It is knowing that the Jewish calendar is different than the Gregorian calendar. There are Then there's the Aztec calendar and Egyptian calendar. Which calendar are we living under? All right, questions for next week. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making this a wonderful program. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.